I'm Rene Ritchie. It's so good to see you. Happy 2021, the beginning of a new year and a brand new product cycle for Apple. Just please don't make this the Snyder Cut. In this video, I'm gonna go over just everything, everything we might see from M1X Max to A15 iPhones, AirTags to iPads Pro, just all of it, along with my best guesses as to when we'll see it. Let's do this. Sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Apple often, but not always, holds spring events in March. They were even rumored to be holding one last year for the iPhone SE and iPad Pro until, until last year turned into the Wonder Woman 1984 of years. So instead, we got those products in press releases, some video of Craig Federighi and the Magic Keyboard, an updated Intel Air and 13-inch MacBook Pro, and that's about it. This year, spring is just still way too early to return to travel and in-person events, but the virtual event team is just knocking it out the Apple Park right now. So 2021 could start off with a big old March bang. Rumors include an iPhone SE Plus, either an iPhone 8 Plus with an A13 chipset in it, or a new design with a full LCD screen and iPad Air style power button touch ID, though those rumors have tampered down quite a lot recently. Also, a proper iPad Pro update with an A14X processor, essentially the M1 without the Mac-specific IP, and probably less RAM, and somewhere between none and only one Thunderbolt controller. Also, and more specific to my personal interests, a mini LED display that gives us most of the benefits of OLED, just without all the drawbacks. Maybe also an updated iPad mini along with it, getting the iPad Air style redesign to bring Apple's iPad lineup just fully into the modern future. Then there are AirTags, which have been rumored since before Apple announced the new Find My Network back at WWDC 2019 and stuck a U1 spatial positioning chip in the iPhone 11. They've reportedly been ready to go for over a year, but Apple's just been holding them until the market seemed to be a go, which could be 2022 at this point. I mean, Jaws only knows. Lastly, an updated Apple TV that, depending on who you listen to, will either just be a spec bump to the A12X or a full-on gaming console contender with the A14X, U1, a dedicated gaming controller, and maybe even some studio acquisitions to go with it, like Apple Arcade Plus. I'm right now working on fresh videos for just all of these and more. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and bell so you don't miss any of the details on any of them. And while we're at it, with most of Apple's new services having originally been announced at the March 2019 event, it would be nifty. I said nifty to see more of them go truly international in March 2021. Just let all Apple customers finally be treated equally. Depending on what's actually ready to go though, this could be no event, one event, a couple of monthly episodes like March and April, you know, to kick off season two of Apple's virtual event show. And seeing how well that worked at the end of last year, I'd be frankly more than ecstatic either way, but tell me what you'd prefer to see in the comments below. Good morning and welcome to WWDC. Apple's annual worldwide developers conference usually usually kicks off the first week of June, but last year that ended up getting pushed back to the end of the month instead. We'll have to wait and see what happens this year. 
Either way, it's where they're gonna debut iOS 15, iPadOS 15, tvOS 15, watchOS not 15, but watchOS 8, and macOS also not 15, but maybe 12, because we've already had an 11.1. I'm just so confused at this point, but it'll have a landmark themed marketing name anyway, unlike the rest of Apple software, because there's just still no consistency there. After a super rocky 2019, Apple had a solid 2020. So here's hoping 2021 just keeps up that stability trend. There's just way too much to get into here and now, but I'm working on just all the OS preview videos as well. So stay tuned, stay subbed. Because WWDC is mostly a software event, mostly like last year, but many years we see hardware as well. Like 2017, where we just saw all the hardware. That's where the original HomePod was introduced. And there have been rumors of an update, not the mini, we just got the mini, but the biggie with a U1 chip so it can form a real multi-pod, multi-position soundstage with multiple devices, including the mini, like computational Atmos. Also a less expensive version of the AirPods Max, a sportier version that's more unabashedly plastic and updated AirPods 3 that'll look more like AirPods Pro minus the active noise cancellation and updated AirPods Pro 2 that'll look more like AirPods Pro minus the stems. WWDC has also seen more than its share of new Pro Max, including the 2019 Mac Pro. So if Apple has those new M1X MacBooks Pro, the new higher end 13 inch and the full on 16 inch ready to go, it would be just great to see them. If the 13 inch is finally going 14 inch and both are getting their long rumored redesigns complete with mini LED displays, well, that would be just even greater to see. Now let's talk about iPhone. And if Apple's got iPhone production back on schedule, then we could see a return of the annual September iPhone and Apple Watch event. Yes, you got it. Instead of last year's Apple Watch, an iPad. Whether it's live and in person or virtual will depend on just how well the world is doing by then, but I'm not getting my hopes up anytime soon, at least until the numbers actually start going down, for real. So wear your masks, seriously. Rumors for the Apple Watch Series 7 have been few and far between, but a redesign with Apple's new, more squared off look isn't out of the question. I'm also still hoping for true iPhone independence. So all you'll need to use the watch is the watch. Also maybe retire the Apple Watch 3 and price drop the Apple Watch SE to take its place. Then there's iPhone 13 and the same mini, pro and pro max variants as this year, but this time maybe all of them with LiDAR scanners and the pro models with those glorious LTPO OLED ProMotion displays, the ones that go up to 120 Hertz refresh, the ones all of us nerds have been waiting all of these years for. Maybe a version without the lightning port or any port as well. More on that, why, and what it means for things like CarPlay in a future video. But if September goes back to the iPhone, then maybe October could go back to the Mac. And sure, any new iPads we haven't gotten already could slot right in there as well. But I think everyone's really, really waiting on those new M1X and maybe M1T or M1Z or whatever Apple calls the even higher end Mac Silicon. At worst, we get the same old, really old 21.5 and 27 inch iMac shells with fresh new Apple Silicon system on a chip hearts. At best, we get that iPad Pro style redesign that's just been rumored for a while now. The 24 and 30 inch mini LED ones that make every other iMac, every other all-in-one look instantly 
ludicrously outdated and with performance that does the same to everything up to and including Intel's Xeon Max, plus a display-only version that we can use with all of those new MacBooks without having to shell out 6K for the 6K Pro Display XDR, more like 1K for the 5K Mini LED Display HDR. And while I'm diving into fanfic, how about a new airport router to go with it, but mesh and link to the HomePod on Apple TV for a full-on, full-house, privacy-first internet gateway. Drop a like below if that's something you want to see Apple get back to in the future as well. Now, that could be it. Just Apple mic drop 2021. Or, or Apple could decide they want to talk about one of the augmented reality, virtual reality, or automation projects they have going on. I'm still thinking it's way too soon for the headset. Never mind the glasses. Never mind the Apple Batmobile. But if they have just anything like the Apple TV in 2006 or the Apple Watch in 2014, something that they really want to tease super early and right at the end of the year, well, maybe, just maybe there'll be a 2021 Apple event season finale in November with all of that, any of that, some of that as well. Either way, I'll be covering all of it for you right here. And if you want to see it ad-free, sometimes even with extra bonus content, then you'll want to see it on Nebula. That's the streaming platform I'm building along with my education creator friends like Legal Eagle, Sarah Z, Ali Abdal, Thomas Frank, Mary Spender, Braincraft, Polymatter, and so many more. It's a place where we can put up extended and bonus content without having to worry about demonetization or the tyranny of click-through rates, watch time, or the algorithm, even ads. You can find full-length versions of my chats with iJustine, Jonathan Morrison, John Gruber, Walt Mossberg, and many more. Also, all of my videos completely ad-free, including Apple Talk, my new Psychology of Technology podcast with Georgia Dow, which has a bonus topic available only on Nebula. So, Wait, what does any of this have to do with CuriosityStream? Well, as the go-to source for the best documentaries on the internet, they just love educational content and thoughtful creators. And so we worked out this deal where if you sign up for CuriosityStream with the link in the description, not only will you get CuriosityStream, but you'll also get a Nebula subscription for free. And for a limited time, CuriosityStream is 26% off. That's less than $15 a year and the absolute best deal in streaming. So click the link in the description and get CuriosityStream for 26% off and Nebula for free. Or you can go to curiositystream.com slash Richie. It's a great way to support this channel and educational content directly for less than $15 a year. Just click the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash Richie. And clicking on that link really helps out this channel. For a ton more on Apple's upcoming 2021 products, click the playlist above. I'm going through all the leaks, doing all the in-depth analysis, making all the previews. So click on that playlist and I'll see you next video.